Perfect. So I was the sound quality though, because my my headphones are dead. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's, no, yeah, it should it's cool. be fine. Just don't like mouth breathe. <laughs> Honestly, I, the the one thing that I just really it, it it bothers me innately is is mouth breathers. Even even in phone calls when I'm talking like on interviews, my interviewers some of them have like just this tendency to just. <sighs> Bro, like seriously, like actually, like. Like if your mouth breathes, that's it's not a problem. But like, like it, it, it like I've seen like a study where it can cause issues later on if you're a mouth breather as a child. Like, it can change the way your jaw jaw structure grows when your you jaw grow. structure. That's yeah, oh, yeah, man. I've heard about that. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, but like also, you just sound like you you're out of breath. And when I hear someone like <laughs> mouth breathe, it like physically makes me tired too. Okay, I'll admit I'm a little bit of a mouth breather. So when you hear someone, <sighs> no, no, it's not yeah, like that. Same. No, it's not like that. But it's just like whenever I'm recording, I think no, it's not even like mouth breathing. I think I put my mic way too close to like my nose and mouth, and I just hear it like my breathing in the background. Oh, that doesn't count. I mean, like in person, like actually, like you can tell, like that's a different, you know, like having your mic too close and being like an actual like like a mouth breather. Like sometimes you're just silent, and you just hear someone. Welcome back to Heads Up. My name is Andrew, and I'm here with Aaron and Shane. And today, I'm very excited to announce that we have our first guest on the show. His name is Aiden Delacana. He's currently a full-time student at Cal State Fullerton. He is also a Grail administrator and a luxury consignment associate at Second Street. He also told me to say that he is a proclaimed John's enthusiast and Rick Owens lover. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me on this podcast. And as he proclaimed, I do indeed love Rick Owens, and I am a certified john's enthusiast so i got you yes sir we're happy to have you <laughs> yes sir just a little bit of history i guess um we've known aiden for how long have we known aiden for now like six years you we met school? i believe junior year we i met andrew first day of junior year in english class oh, like six years getting close to seven maybe god damn i'm too old no i remember Aiden was in me and Shane's uh, math class for like a good two weeks. Bro, yeah. yeah. I don't remember that. Apparently, Aiden knew who I was before I knew who he was. Yeah, because right, I thought Shane was Filipino where he's actually Vietnamese. <laughs> you know, you, you, you get mixed up on those, some some people, you know? <laughs> Dude, honestly. But yeah. So basically today, we're just going to talk a little bit about communities and communities outside of school, kind of like going off of our last week's conversation. So uh aiden if you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself just in general if you want to talk about anything um yeah sure so like uh, as everyone as i said you know i'm friends i've been friends with aaron and andrew a long time and happy for them to invite me to their podcast but myself well we, uh one thing i would just say as uh as cheesy as it may fa- i really do love fashion i try not i'm not trying to say fashion is my passion because that sounds horridly cheesy but it is i, I do intend to make it as my full-time career and it is just sides uh, being my uh, professional career. Uh, it is also my like my hobby, my interest. Not a day goes uh, goes by without me thinking about clothes, you know. So I really do intend in making it part of my future. 
and especially um yeah so that all ties on together be like that's a bigger theme in terms of like my interest and in terms of the communities we'll talk about today especially feel like a big part of the fashion industry is really connecting with people yeah so like a little bit before that like how did you get into like like being such so into fashion and like what kind of fashion do you like in particular stuff like that for people who may not be as like aware of the fashion world or how big it could be like guys it's not just like supreme tees and like off-white hoodies no (laughs) not normies oh man all right so if you if you want to we'll see when i started it started like as a kid i've always like loved dressing up even down to like i realized i've been interested in like in terms of like uh expressing myself through appearances and being able to choose how i can dress like how i can present myself it all started when i was a kid you know choosing games specifically if any of any of you boys played maple story back when you were a kid i spent hours on days hours on hours customizing the cash shop and not buying anything but and then you know i eventually graduated to um to like middle school getting my first pair of blue vans and i was like damn 50 dollars for shoes you're balling <laughs> but but really it's just uh and then then like you know skinny jeans sagging them with the shoelace belt you know that was hot back then that was like what 2010 but yeah isn't that, isn't that a thing again now yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i don't like the guys on tiktok doing that or something like that yeah i i i, I don't want to think about that but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it just started out you know so a lot of it is just over the years really just think um like participating in trends because that's really what developing your style is taking part like like taking part of the mainstream trends because you know as uh some people might hate trends it really is good in a way that it brings people and things i i love new things like you know always the upcoming styles i feel like like you can't really uh, especially like with trends as much as i hate like new some new fashion trends i think it's good because you know it helps people find what they like and you can choose what you like from like new trends and just like old styles that you personally like and that's how you learn fashion and then over the over the time you'll yeah like you'll decide you'll decide like what kind of fashion you're into kind of designers the history and then like you that's when you like meet other people who are into the same thing and um, you asked how what kind of fashion I'm into. So um, I feel like uh, like over the years I've kind of like um, narrowed it down to uh, I'm a big fan of like avant-garde fashion. So uh, specifically um, high-end Japanese fashion as well as um, some European designers. So uh, ma- mainly I describe my aesthetic as a uh, very like black, uh, focused more on like varying silhouettes in terms of like like the shape of my clothes the full outfit so yeah basically uh tldr i dress in a lot of black <laughs> and yeah that's kind of like the fashion you know and that's yeah just um throughout high school i just like you know kind of took what i want from trends i feel like oh man when 2016 hit that was the that was the golden time that's when i realized i was really into fashion like a lot of people can relate it because you know the the great Jerry he was my shining savior at the time. What do you what do you guys think about Jerry Lorenzo? <laughs> Fear of God, <laughs> Andrew Aaron. What do you guys? I'm sure you've uh, participated in 2016 trends as well. Yeah, well, I I feel like 
I was just kind of getting into it and you were, you were a big part of that. Like, Oh, I should probably like pay attention to what I'm wearing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so that, that whole situation of like, Oh, Hey, you know what? Probably Adidas sweatpants and like a swim t-shirt super tight too, you know? Cause I, I had them thunder thighs back in the day. You know? Yes, sir. So, just, just, just skin tight Adidas sweatpants. You know, trying to see uh, that print. Really Got to flex exactly. the print. Exactly. Yeah, I remember. I remember back then we all just used to wear like ultra views. That was like the shit. Oh my god! Wait, wait. Speaking of which, I remember this moment in Irvine Spectrum where I just had bought my ultra boost. Like all three of us had it, and then we took a picture of all of all. Oh yeah, I do. I remember that. I remember that <laughs> with each of our boosts. I had the white ultra boost. I think it was like the second version. Aaron had like the, I believe it was the black one. Yeah, the and black. Ed, and Andrew had those yeah. red ones. Yeah, the solar red. Solar ones. reds. Those are the holy, the unholy trinity. Amazing. Didn't you like poke a hole through yours, Aaron? Oh no, no, no. I uncaged it for like two days and then I just threw it away. Wow, you hype beast. <laughs> well, I did it because yeah. like the shoes were already gone, so I was just like, oh, I might as well just like play around with it. Might as well DIY it. Yeah, I get yeah, you. I was like, see what I can do. Yep, yep. I mean, it was it was it wasn't bad by any means. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting time it. though. It, it's it's a meme now, but it really did like like um despite what people say, you know, people can hate on that time. It really was like a big impactful, like it was an impactful moment in terms of like the fashion community and the fashion industry. Because that's when like kind of streetwear and high high end fashion come together, and I feel like yeah, after, yeah. and most of my homies, even though they like were into fashion even before then, like that's when they like became really big, you know. Yeah, it definitely normalized yeah. like the like the fashion community and like high fashion. Yeah, exactly. or like yeah. Yeah, introduced it to people, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I think it got a lot of guys interested in it that weren't necessarily paying attention to it before. I mean, I, I obviously there was you know kind of the sneakerheads before that, but it, it, it I think this time it pushed a little farther. Than oh, well, I think I think it all because it kind of like opened up the idea like high fashion doesn't have to be exclusively to like, uh, like say like Jordans, you know, for getting like nice shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like the the definitely like more popularized and like normalized streetwear for like just the kids in school or just any any person really every person really in terms of mainstream media yeah i i think it was a good stepping stone for a lot of people to move into like higher fashion and to like the current like i guess like climate fashion now yeah what kind like it it, um it showed them to like the jib the bigger image of fashion and then they found what they really like just by delving deeper into it to see what they like yeah, and then it let people like find like people like you to find like other people who are also interested in like the same kind of fashion. Yeah, exactly. Want to talk about that a bit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so like very like big big part for me in terms of like being uh, connecting with people with a similar taste or interest in fashion. Like, um, I think my biggest like like it would be it would be, I would say Instagram really just because like you know you can see just because it's it shows pictures like images so it literally like shows people like your style and your outfits and you're like wow i really mess with that so you know of course you'd uh, you'd follow that person you know and and uh most of the time they would um follow back because like usually the accounts i follow aren't like some big like popular accounts they're usually like just smaller accounts with like probably a following of people who also enjoy that kind of fashion so we know we just talk back and forth and then just like talk about our favorite designers you know what kind of pieces like you know be like hey bro look at my new pickups and then you know talk about that and just really get interested in it 
And then eventually, I thought it was just like a one-on-one, but eventually, like, you know, grew into something bigger. And there's like, now there's like huge, like, fashion communities and for like, for like high-end, for like high-end fashion, like kind of designers that like, that aren't even like super popular, but now they're like quote-unquote popular in terms of like the um, fashion industry or like not, not fashion, I mean a fashion community, like uh, this particular fashion community. Like people know who Rick Owens is now because of, and now TikTok kids are like buying Ramones now, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 and I'm yeah, like, well, and when I hear kids, they're like, "Hey, bro, I just cop some new Ricks," and I'm like, "Like Ricks? What? Do you just mean the shoes, or do you mean like like spring summer 2020 <laughs> like Tequadal runway? Like what? Or like what? What the fuck are Ricks? <laughs> like, bro, like, see, that's like that's how you know it becomes like. Not saying that Rick Rick Owens becomes overrated, but in just terms of like that kind of fashion, like people are very like it's it just it gets overplayed. Yeah, or not overplayed yeah. in the time in the time. Like it's just like people just know about it now, which is good. Doesn't mean they're like deep into the culture. Like they just know what like those kind of designers are, even though they don't uh they don't they're not too familiar with the artistic and uh design aspect of it. But they just know yeah. who they are, yeah. Just crazy. Yeah, it's like super interesting, like seeing how the like i guess communities move, like fashion communities like kind of evolved i think i think i don't know if you can talk about this but like people like like celebrities as well like mm-hmm. what was that one song oh uh, raps which one like please don't touch my raps raps uh, oh yeah yeah oh okay yeah. now i'm happy I'm, I'm glad you brought up rappers because that's actually a big part of it too like yeah literally like oh like archive the like I'm not saying like rappers are the reason why this kind of fashion or specifically like kind of archive fashion blew up, but like rappers for sure, like ASAP Rocky, he really did like literally just them rapping about designers and just like them repping it. And Kanye for sure. Kanye, like like one of the reasons why like, you know, that kind of style blew up in 2016 because Kanye wore, you know, like kids see their favorite yeah. rappers and artists wear these certain clothes and they're like, they get intrigued by it and they're like, they want to get into it just because they're, uh, not just because they're rappers, like their favorite artists were, but a lot of times it is. But, you know, it really does open the door for them. And like, yeah, so for sure, the music industry and the fashion industry really do go hand in hand in terms of styling. And because that's like that's like uh, one of the best uh, marketing uh, marketing tactics, tactics you can use, you know, like publicity. Yeah, for sure. So do you think, well, like, kind of going back to like the idea of community, like what do you think, like, I guess like a personal question for you is like, how do you think your fashion community differs from like, say your friends outside of like that community? Right. I know a lot, most of your friends are currently in the fashion community, but like, I guess like us, for example, like how, how would you make that distinction? Um, well, for sure. Sides for like, um, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean though. Like, you know, different like personal friends and then just like my friends from the fashion community. Like, of course uh, we would discuss like designers and we'd always be uh, sending each other like pictures of, uh, whether it's like super specific like fashion memes the only <laughs> the only people who are into it would understand and also just um just like new designs especially like just like new runways since the uh since like new fashion shows and runways just came out recently so like it's in, the, in terms of that a lot of the times like our discussions are for sure like um mostly fashion like around revolve around fashion but um yeah so yeah just basically we discuss a lot of designers fashion what we're into and um also like even our activities like we uh we would sometimes like we would always plan to like go uh shopping or looking at a store that we that like you know that we found interesting 
like down like yeah. that. And a lot of these guys didn't go to like the same school as you, right? Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you, you just found them through Instagram, right, or just like random? Yeah, so a lot of um, a lot of the like the individual ones was through, through Instagram, and um, a lot of like I feel like very recently I did meet like a lot of people like in like actually working in the fashion industry and like also into the same thing. And is that like is that like when you started working at that uh, retail store? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Second Street specifically because um, that's when like. Yeah, I feel like just um, I just met like a couple of cool homies there, and then they just happen to know like people who actually work at this with these super with these certain designers, and then like you know some of them like work at like Bodega in LA, and they just all know each other, and then I just started meeting people one by one after I started working at like Second Street, because I I realized that these kind of like stores you know were all like the kind of like when all like the cool people into clothes really come together, they all like know each other, because like really like a lot of the like networking is like super big in the fashion industry or just like fashion community and i feel like that goes for like with any community as well but yeah that's how i just started meeting like my interpersonal fashion circle that i knew that i met personally just really through those like through those homies i met and like you know we just like we just share our appreciation with clothes then we get to know each other personally and then yeah so like yeah of course yeah just meeting it's really cool because you get to share your passions and your interests but also like get to know each other as people. So I think that's what like a, a big value is for these kind of communities. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially I think since it, is, it was kind of outside of, you know, the traditional like, oh, you know, you are like a business marketing student or whatever, but it was not necessarily above and beyond, but it, it was something, I guess, beneficial that I guess you didn't necessarily like intentionally fall into, right? Yeah, yeah, literally just... um yeah exactly i was just you know just talking to people with the same interests as myself and then you know all of a sudden it became like oh i was friends with them and they you know they knew what my interests and then like they knew what i knew and then um then you know that led to like recommendations and then it uh, eventually like graduated into like professional like into my professional career and that's kind of how i got into grail because you know a really good homie recommended me because uh, he knew I, he knew that I was familiar with certain designers as well, and uh, you know, yeah. So just like having friends like that in the industry just really opens doors for you in terms of like what careers you want. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing um, you got the admin job, and I was like, "Well, that's that's pretty crazy," you know. Especially since um, we all kind of use Grail and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. For it's like what I love about Grail is like it's not just a selling platform. It's like a, a specific, very specific community for people with like with like uh, people who enjoy a certain taste of fashion, and especially um, it's definitely like the first of its kind. Like you know, combining like the all kinds of menswear, ranging from like like sartorial, like suiting, all the way down to like streetwear and then all the high fashion and other stuff. And that just kind of like, I feel like Grail's a really big part, especially for me. Like it really did like introduce me into that, the fashion I'm into now for sure. And I feel like it did the same. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like YouTube where it kind of like fills a niche, you know? Exactly, right? exactly. Like, cause like, I feel like before it was like all about like, oh, finding clothes randomly online, like maybe eBay, Craigslist or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But like kind of as it kind of moved forward to start, someone saw the niche and developed it. And then kind of saw like there's a community out here for people would be invested and interested in using this platform. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like the developer of Grailed, Arun Gupta, actually like um, he he was on like this like these super like niche forums for like high fashion like a menswear high fashion. I think it was like Super Future, 
or like um there's like one of those forums and how he was just he was just thinking about how great it would it would be to have a platform like this for specifically for menswear and the people that they like the interest like the designers that they want you know and i feel like he really filled that gap and then kind of like you know put into the mainstream the the high that kind of fashion which i really appreciate and you know that's how you get to meet people with the same taste which is really cool dude how do you balance all that like on top of like school like i know you're working for grilled and you work for second street as well right Mm -hmm. how do you find time to like manage all that um yeah so a lot of the times it was um especially i i feel like the since my grail job kind of started like back in like the last semester the most recent semester i feel like that was a pretty hectic uh semester not just because um it was a good balance it was like a lot of balancing of not just like a uh, school not just grades and my two jobs as well but also like i feel like that's where like but my social life was really popping all and then before it went to the drain when quarantine started <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah I, I will admit like you like it, my my grades did uh my uh academics did um did quite suffer from you know being spread too thin i will admit <laughs> but you know i, I passed <laughs> but yeah, like it matters. It matters. these get degrees homie. exactly exactly bro <laughs> oh no these get the degrees kids listen up okay yeah okay it wasn't that bad but like uh but in terms of balancing you know just um uh but the most important thing when you're really like kind of like have too much on your plate is just like you should have time for yourself always always focus on your health as well so you know like it's really easy honestly these days to be able to especially like how overstimulated we are with all these activities and just you know it's just really easy to like kind of like lose sleep over like watching youtube videos or just being out all day and it really like takes a toll on you so i feel like if you like balance like you know health social life academics as well as your um other interests and career it's a lot of we were up till 2 a.m last night how can you say that what'd you say we were up till 2 a.m. last night. How could you say that? Hey, hey, this is we're we're in quarantine, bro. This is, you know, I don't. I'm missing like, like two thirds of my pie right now, so I can just devote my the, the missing part to Fortnite. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I don't gotta wake up for work like, school. <laughs> I feel like though. Especially, you know, kind of when we were all at school, um, that is kind of a good point you brought up um, about how you were super busy, but that kind of is when your social life is the most, and I'm going to quote you, you know, the most popping, right? Like, you're going out, you're seeing the most amount of people, you're you're kind of in that zone, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I also think it's like... Oh, are you saying I think it's like interesting that like even though like say your grades suffered because of that social life that you're cultivating you're able to move yourself forward professionally because you were you you at least were going a direction with that social life like there was a goal in mind of like i guess not goal of like becoming grilled admin but like going up that fashion ladder per se and having like wanting to be more involved fashion in the industry as a professional exactly yeah there's just, just what i was thinking because um even though i was like even though i had like the I would say the least time on my hands during that time. That is when I was the most productive, even for like, even though my grades weren't the best, like I was like, I feel like the reason why I was able to even like get like the grail job or just like, you know, where I am now 
is just because I was able to connect with these people or like quote unquote, like hang out or like, you know, spend time to go to these events, you know, or like connect with people, expand my network. So I feel like, you know, it's just not just like hanging out with friends, you know, it's really like kind of getting, uh, putting myself in the community as well. So yeah, that's, I feel like, I feel like the big part, a big part of this is, uh, I would say momentum because like, even though I was like all these, I had all these things, you know, um, all these, uh, dedications, these, uh, responsibilities, I was still like, I was still very productive, but now that I'm in quarantine, like, even though I have like, I have not, not much responsibilities, like I still kind of struggle to do, to get like simple things done. So I feel like a big part of it is really momentum and getting yourself going. I feel like a lot of people, uh, myself included, really suffer from that because, you know, you're staying at home and your environment really does like help and like your environment's really like a big effector of like how you do things you know yeah definitely especially like with this whole thing kind of you're isolated from everyone um and you know even before that kind of your old-fashioned community was kind of nation yeah well I would, I would even say worldwide right like you know a lot of different countries and stuff like that um so i feel like yeah, yeah um, he's in australia like, and japan and stuff yeah. yeah yeah definitely that network is like big but very also very specific, but you were able to find that network and find that niche. Yeah. I feel like I've found it in a very short time just when it could, just cause I really like honed in on my interest and just like being able to meet people. Yeah. And like kind yeah. of not really getting your foot in the door, but kind of being motivated and kind of, you know, just actively seeking it out, you know? And I feel like it's especially super important when you, you actually enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I also felt like kind of like a perfect storm for you kind of deal. Cause it felt like all this, like networking stuff happened within like like a year of each other no it really did like i feel like like literally like a year like even like le- a, less than like a year ago i didn't know any of these people or just like um i didn't know any of these people like i didn't know like like half of like kind of or not half but like i didn't know like as much as, as i did in terms of like kind of just like my knowledge and fashion and just like just in the of the industry itself and career wise too so like yeah, like really, like once you really hone into it, like you're that's when your like network expands, and if you really focus on networking, that just opens like a bunch of doors for you, and that's when you can really get started on your career and professionally as well. If you are very passionate about the community you serve and the community like you um you participate in, as well as uh, and especially if that same community is the same um kind of like sphere of influence as the career you want to pursue, so definitely. <clears throat> Yeah, for sure. Didn't you go to college like kinesiology? Oh yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. So like a fun little story. Actually, yeah, this is it's, it's pretty interesting how I kind of found out that uh, how I wanted fashion to be my career. <clears throat> so um, yeah. So I entered college as a kinesiology major because at the time I was dancing, and um, and then like my parents kind of told me that I could just uh, that with um physical therapist, you know, like, feel like Filipino be a uh, parents always uh, coax their children to go towards the medical route. No, literally, go be a nurse, bro. <laughs> Wait, you know your dad? <laughs> the nurses at this time right now. I'm sorry, you guys are serving, doing everyone a justice, you know? But, like, yeah, just, uh... Yeah, I think your dad told me he wanted you to be an engineer. Oh, yeah, that too. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I was I was going to be an engineer at 1.2, like, half a semester, just because I was going to unclear on my motives and what I wanted to do. So I took like calc, calculus, like I don't even know, like it was like math, like one thirty B or something, 
And then the first weekend, I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. This is, I know I don't want to be an engineer. And they won't let me switch out. Yeah. And they won't let me switch out. Like, I still got an A in the class. Pain. But that's just because I spent, like, $100 on the <laughs> online thing. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I have to ace the class or else I just wasted my money. <laughs> but, yeah. So, like, yeah. So, it just started, like, so, like, first half of college, which is, um, I was definitely unfocused on what I want in life or just, like, in my career. But then it was, uh, it's pretty interesting how I specifically found out how I, what I, like, fashion that is what I wanted to do professionally. So it was, I was in this English class and we were, um, we were tasked with, um, it was interesting. It was like the first English class where they're like, they gave us an assignment in, in terms of in college, at least. And they're just like, uh, you can re- and the professor was like, um, you can, the first essay I believe was, uh, find a professional in your interested career field and then like, you know, like interview them, like, you know, because that's your, like, that's what you're going to be in the future, you know? And my first thing that popped in my head was, um, man, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to interview a freaking uh, physical <laughs> therapist. That shit sounds boring. <laughs> no, no hate against that, that profession, you know, I just knew it wasn't for me, but like the, instead of doing that, I actually, uh, found out one of my, uh, good friends is, uh, their neighbor was like a was the CEO of like Wahoos, and so I I took the op and and that's when I I took the opportunity of that and be like, hey, can, can I interview your neighbor? And then she she invited she invited me over, my friend, because their families are really close. And I took the opportunity to interview the CEO of Wahoos. He was an amazing guy, yeah, Mr. Lee. And then he's just like that's when I found out I was really interested in like business and entrepreneurship, and it was stories very inspiring. So that kind of opened the gate for me. Like, like my two biggest career fields interests, I don't see they could be thought of the same thing, but it was it's fashion and business. And then the other way, how I found out of um, how I wanted to do fashion as a professional career was that we were able to, the second essay, we were able to write anything on like any topic we wanted to, like any specific topic. And, you know, people who didn't know what they wanted to write, they just wrote about, like, what their career was, you know? And I was like, man, it's kind of boring. I remember you you were so proud of it. You sent me the PowerPoint. Yeah, I got it as well. It's pretty crazy. Like, I remember we, uh, remember I was asking for, like, like shoe recommendations, and then you just sent it. And I was just like, oh. It's an essay. Cool. Japanese avant-garde. I, w- I was asking for shoes, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember Fit I was first. just like... Like, I was like, oh, this is really interesting, but, like, this doesn't help me out right now. I guess kind of, like, a follow-up question yeah. is for for people who don't know, like, how would you describe your fashion now? Um, yeah. I know, you, I know you just described all these, like, brands and stuff, but not everyone might know them, and might uh, not everyone might not, like, I guess, be aware of, like, the variety of, like, styles of, like, fashion you can get into. So if you want yeah. to get a little bit into that. Yeah, so um, how I would describe my style, um, currently I describe it as more like a very, um, I'd say almost like kind of, um, my friend told me that my style definitely looked more mature, so I, I say like very um, casual, not, not casual, it's like smart but casual, but like with like a little more like, um, uh, I would say avant- like a kind of like an avant-garde twist in the sense that um, avant-garde as it applies to fashion means usually um, something different, experimental, but as it applies to like the how most people in the fashion community see it just kind of like certain silhouettes like really different shapes so whether like it's super baggy in the sense in different cuts and designs 
So I've, I've, my style is mostly focused on shape and like a lot of black. So like not really, um, not trying to say that I'm emo, but basically if I were to just describe it and like narrow it down, be very like, um, so like smart and casual, but yet like Japanese inspired and then like avant-garde, so just a lot of black, even in a simpler form, a lot of black and a lot of leather. <laughs> leather. <laughs> wow, it does sound emo. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> literally a girl's on Tinder would be like, "Oh my gosh, I love your style. Are you emo?" And I'm like, like I just basically cry like I'm emo. So, <laughs> but yeah, basically, yeah, is you can tell it's different for sure. You know. Hmm. Now, like for people who might be just like listening in and want to get more into like that fashion industry, like what do you say is like a good place to start looking or like. I guess. Uh, do you mean career-wise or just like developing their interest in fashion? Yeah, developing their own interest in fashion. I don't like. I don't know if people want to make a career out of it because we yeah, yeah. talked about it a little bit. Yeah, of but, course. Uh, more or less, like people who want to like be more passionate with things outside of their career, outside of their things, like, and then how can you like relate that in terms of fashion? I guess. Yeah. Okay. So like, just kind of like how they, um, where I would direct them if they want to get more into fashion and look for inspiration. Yeah. Uh, I just say like really just um, find out what you like in terms of like what looks cool. So I would say like for me, honestly, um, of course, like it's um, for someone starting out, like honestly, ce- uh, cele- celebrity, you see celebrities, you know, that's I feel like a lot of people got inspired by celebrities. Personally, I've been, I was inspired by like K-pop stars ever since I was a kid. And that really Kanye Purple Heels. <laughs> yeah, Kanye was Kanye was not. Um, definitely inspired a lot of people but honestly just look to other look to other people and whose style that you get inspired by and then definitely like go online and just try to see um just go on instagram look up like just look up like you know some fashion hashtags look at some posts some fashion accounts uh and just see what you like maybe go on reddit like go to like our menswear or something like that and just to see what looks cool just zoom in see what you like pick and choose you know whether you like tech wear like avant-garde clothing japanese fashion uh americana whatever you see whatever you like you know and then you just develop your taste from there and then just to also uh, what a big part of like how you dress like is also your lifestyle in the sense of like your uh what you do your career like especially in japan they're like a lot of their aesthetic is not just like for the looks but it really revolves around like how they live you know so it's like fashion is also just like a huge like a lifestyle instead of just like uh, appearances you know which is i feel like um it's very fascinating hmm. okay so i guess like one last follow-up question mm-hmm. i guess is like what's your opinion of like the current state of fashion right now because i know like a lot of people well a lot like men's fashion has blown up a lot but at the same time it feels very the same thing you kind of get what i mean um, I know what you mean. It's a very, I'll say it's a very complicated question, but I'll get to, um, or like it has a complicated answer, but I'll say, um, uh, current state of men's fashion, uh, definitely like, honestly, a lot of new things are coming out, which is pretty exciting, new designs and stuff, but there are certain aspects of it that is getting recycled and overplayed. And, um, there's always, um, I'd say there are a lot of brands that are getting like kind of oversaturated, but if you genuinely like those brands, you know, it shouldn't matter. You can pull them off in your own way. I'd just say an example would be like, I don't know, like 
how high beasts are buying chrome arch or something <laughs> but it doesn't should... being westwood yeah exactly like those every like every kid now is like on twitter like trying to oh yeah rick owens they're like yo bro i love those ricks man and i'm like dude what the fuck are you talking about and they're talking about just like ramones <laughs> so like every every cool kid on twitter has like a pair of rick ramones and then one vivian westwood orb necklace and like a chrome hearts earring just to, just because it's cool you know but you know like it doesn't it shouldn't matter if like mm. uh, chasers or whatever like if it's getting it's it's like it's just it just depends on your like shouldn't matter it should be like if your own personal taste and how you use those brands to tie it in but yeah like that's just like one part of the question and uh in terms of like a this like um what the fashion houses are doing could get into like a whole nother podcast about that but probably save it for later (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's it's, it's interesting though fat like the men's fashion and uh specifically just always developing you know new developments and even though like some stuff does get um some designs do get recycled but like it's uh, some of it's like you know developed in a new way so there's it's always innovating you know yeah i think and, it's uh, yeah we're saying it's like super interesting that like how men's fashion has kind of evolved into what it is today mm-hmm. like, compared to like like you were saying like back in 2016 right this kind of like hype wave was just kind of starting and no one really knew what it was going to be like mm-hmm. right yeah. now now it's kind of like 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 you said like people are getting to like even though like it's kind of like hype beastie now, like people are getting to Rick Owens, which is traditionally not a very like well-known brand brand outside of the fashion world. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like it's uh Rick is a very um very um like a cult following, and then like it's just because like a lot of these uh this high fashion like high fashion brands they're getting a lot of exposure, which I feel like is a good thing. Like uh, of course, a lot of gatekeepers dislike it, but regardless, you know, it's the <laughs> it's more attention. You know, it, it brings out, it makes the brands full flourish. And for like the original followers, they always like there's always gonna it's always gonna treat them well. So mm. I feel like, yeah, I feel I know what you mean though. Like there's kind of like that huge wave because of like that cross like during that time of like 2016 around that era. It's like a huge cross section between streetwear and high fashion, and then that kind of. Ever since then, the like the high fashion houses just kind of like garnered a new audience of like younger adult, younger adults slash teens in terms of like their new products. So that's when like designs really changed to more like graphics are more like consumer, like kind of consumer friendly or just like more um kind of built around that. But at the same time, people are there's still various designers developing their own unique taste and style. Yeah. Do you guys have any other questions for me though? That was really great. That's all the time we have for now, though. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at HeadsUpCast, and we'll be releasing episodes every Wednesday at 9 a.m. PST. Be sure to listen to us on Spotify and Google Podcasts, and I think we're on Apple, but I don't know. But yeah, I think that's, uh, that's all we have for today. All right, thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me, and thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you guys learned something of value. Yeah, man. Thank you, guys. You can uh, you can find Aiden um, on Instagram at, at AidenJ.D on Instagram. Follow me there for fit pics, you know, or just you know talk to me about anything fashion, anything. Send me more importantly, send me memes. Those are those I always appreciate those. Yep, and you can also send memes to us on our Instagram at Heads Up Cast. Um, but that's all. Have a great week, guys.